Welcome, folks, back to Shift Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Drew McSalty. And with me, maybe for the last time for a while, Morton Salt. Morton is uh, quitting EMS and, or, well, going part-time in EMS and going to try something different, something that's not healthcare-related because uh, he hates people. <laughs> so uh, stand by briefly. We're going to talk about an article that we found or, or we saw last week, and then we'll talk a little bit about Morton's departure. Stand by. So that's what we kind of want to talk about today. I'm not sure if you guys <clears throat> saw this video or not. What, where did it happen at Texas? Was that? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, that was well. Anyway, uh, something that I kind of felt like was going to happen for a long, long time and may still happen in my area. Uh, this randomly handing out Narcan like candy, shoving two and four milligrams up people's noses, and then just stepping back and seeing what happens. Uh, well, now somebody's got killed over it. Now somebody's family doesn't have their loved one anymore to help support them. And this guy died, I think he was, what, in his 30s, maybe? Uh, the Appleton firefighter was 36 years old. 36 years old. So, some of the backstory, I guess, uh, they found him at a bus stop, or he was on a bus, maybe, I think? I'll go ahead and read this article. This is coming off of Law Enforcement Today. Because when you look at the mainstream news stories, it's really sparse information, so... Surprise. Yeah. So the article says, We're finally learning details about the shooting in Appleton, Wisconsin in May. In May? I, I just... I'm well, sorry. May, May wasn't that long ago. Really. I know, it just seems like this happened. Okay. I guess they just now got to where they could release the they body cam release. footage and whatnot. In May, that left a firefighter dead and officer shot. It's become clear why the details have been seemingly been hidden in the mainstream media. Uh, it says the body cam footage has been released. That's what you guys just listened to. So last month, Appleton firefighter Mitch Lungard was shot and killed by 47-year-old Reuben Houston. Houston was being treated by medical personnel after he was found unresponsive on a bus and believed to have suffered an overdose. They gave Houston Narcan and took him off the bus, but nobody checked him for weapons before treating him. When he regained consciousness, he refused to be patted down by officers. The incident was all caught on camera. Within moments, he became irate. When officers asked him what was on the right side of his hip, Houston pulled out a gun from a snap holster under his shirt, chambered around, and began shooting. Police weren't able to react in time and ran to the other side of the bus. Eventually, they were able to return fire, but it wasn't until Houston succeeded in shooting Lungard and used a bystander as a human shield. Uh, 
The entire shootout lasted only 30 seconds and a total of 24 shots were fired. The 36-year-old Appleton firefighter was shot in the upper back by Houston and later died at a hospital. Houston was also shot by the officers and also died at the hospital. Um, Paul Christensen, one of the police officers, was also shot. He's been released. Yeah, I mean, it was just a matter of time, if you ask me, before this happened. I mean, my goodness, it's a dozen times a day that very thing goes on around here. I, I have always been a proponent of ventilatory support. And if you're worried about, you know, some sort of aspiration it, it situation or whatnot, secure the airway. I mean, we, there's too many unknown variables around here, you know? We go into these creepy places a lot of times, you know, they're dark and half of them don't even have power on them. We have no idea what's lurking in the closet or anything else. Who's hanging out, yeah. what weapons are. It's, it's, there's too many unknowns. The, you know... It's, there's so many officers nowadays, and not all, but there's many many of the officers that we see that are more concerned about squirting Narcan up their nose and, and saving their life, quote-unquote, than they are about, you know, doing what law enforcement really should be doing, which is securing the scene, making it safe, you know, making sure that there aren't any weapons and things like that. I just, it was just a matter of time, and I hate that it happened, but that's what it's going to take changes to start occurring in my opinion it's a damn shame because it was 100% preventable 100% they could have checked this man for weapons when he was still unresponsive and like my partner said they're unresponsive because they're not getting enough oxygen to their brain you can get oxygen to their brain and reperfuse them and them still be asleep or just very drowsy and you have a much safer scene that's Go why they wake up, up so so you know yeah. erratic and things obviously because they're hypoxic. Yeah, let's fix that first. Yeah, just just ventilate them, whatever you got to do, and don't overventilate them to the point to where you're filling their belly full of, of air so they don't puke everywhere. Yeah, you know, just... you hyper oxygenate, not hyperventilate. It's a different situation, and I'm telling you, if you'll do that, you're going to have so much better outcomes. I would much rather tube somebody and safely get them to the hospital as I would worrying about, you know, them waking up being violent. And who knows, you, you know how it is, sometimes you're, everything's copacetic and then all of a sudden the family starts freaking out. Exactly. They start jumping on people's backs or screaming or, you know, whatever. And the other thing about that is too, I mean, they actually had law enforcement on scene. There's a lot of times that they send us on these calls that are unknown, quote-unquote, without law enforcement. It turns out to be some sort of overdose. Well, I'm sorry. If, if it's unknown, why are you sending an ambulance? Just an ambulance. Exactly. That, that, to me, that just, that, that's the very nature of what police needs to go to is unknown problems. Somebody pulls a medical alarm or whatever, you know, at their house. They, they hit the medical alarm. We don't know that there's just a medical alarm. If, if somebody was breaking in the house, Grandma's going to push that button either way. Yeah, she's going to push every button that she can get a hold of. And it's remarkably so, like, overdose scenes inherently, I believe, are unsafe because you've already got a person who has made a bad decision. 
They yeah. have taken too much drugs. This is a place they make bad decisions at frequently. They most may of the make time. more bad decisions. They may, they may have no qualms like this man did about hurting somebody else to get away and not deal with law enforcement. Well, you're on their turf too most of the time. Exactly. If you're going to their house or their slum or whatever it is that they live at, they know more about that place than we do. They know where things are. They know where that pipe they could hit somebody with is or whatever. But I, I, it's an unfortunate situation, but I'm afraid it's going to happen more and more, and it's going to happen again. And I just hope it doesn't take, you know, 15, 20 people getting killed before they finally understand, hey, uh, this is not best practice. We need to figure something else out. Yeah, this, Narcan is not this miracle drug they make it out to be. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't need to be handed out left and right. I really don't think law enforcement needs to have it. Absolutely not. I, if you want to give a law enforcement a BVM and, you know, instruct them on how to properly, you know, ventilate somebody, go for it. Sure. They don't even have to have oxygen as long as you're pushing some air in, you know. Yeah. But this, like I say, this random handing out of Narcan-like candy, is it's just foolish. And it's really, I, mean, I don't know, I guess it's like the last three, four years maybe, that people have started doing this where it's just Narcan, Narcan, Narcan. I'm like, I don't get it, but y'all do you, I guess. But, you know, how many times have we heard another crew get on the radio screaming for law enforcement because their patients become violent? Sure, and we've, we've had ones that we've, you know, kind of helped come around gradually as, as, as gently as we can, and we'll be rolling down the road, and they'll sit up on the cot, and they'll say, I want out, I want off this stretcher. All right. And partner says pull over, and here you go. Yeah, I and try. I if, even, if they'll let me get a refusal, great. If they won't, okay. Yeah, but I'm I'm not going to pick a fight with somebody if if they want to roll. Um, I understand this this crew was trying to follow whatever you know was in their you know their medical directives, but you know if somebody's just really bent on walking off, that tells me they don't want to deal with me. Mm-hmm. They're uncomfortable. Just go. I mean, I. They're going to do it again anyway. Yeah. I mean. They may not do it again today. They may not do it again tomorrow. But at some point, they're going to go back to it. And, you know, the other thing about that, too, is how many times have we been on scenes and we don't give Narcan? The fire department walks in the door like, you give me Narcan yet? No. No. Because I'm treating the pay, I'm treating the issue. I'm yeah. treating the, the underlying issue here of their hypoxic. We're going to fix that. Because you can give them all the Narcan you want. If they're still blue, they're not getting oxygen. It doesn't make them breathe. <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it may make them breathe on their own 30 seconds or a minute from now, but guess what? Their brain's still starved of oxygen during that time. So, anyway, that's our opinion on the Narcan-like candy. I, like I say, I, I, I hate that this had to happen, but it was bound to. So, if you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns... What's your opinion on this? What's your opinion on Narcan? Shiftenderpodcast at gmail.com. Shiftenderpod on Twitter. And we now have a Facebook page, the Shiftender Podcast. Look us up. Give us a like. Share it with your friends. Or don't. Whatever you want to do. So stand by for some statistics on our, on our call volume. Well, folks, once again, it's time for the weekly, bi-weekly, whatever you want to call it, our statistics on the number of people that needed an ambulance and the number of that did not. 
So within three shifts, is that right? Three shifts. Yeah. Three shifts. We ran. Uh, what was it? Twenty six or thirty one calls. Yeah, thirty one. calls. Thirty one calls. Only thirty one because we we did get a, a nice long distance out of town that took us out for like nine hours. That was in the no call column also. But <laughs> we had twenty six calls that. Uh, did not need an ambulance and five that did so we did the math on that that makes it 19.2 percent of the patients we went to actually needed an ambulance and 81 percent or almost 81 percent did not that's a lot closer to kind of what i expected it to be because you know what was it last time like 71 or two ish or something like that 81 is a lot closer to kind of what i figured And judging by how today's going, it's probably going to be even higher than that <laughs> the next time we go around. But that's our uh, weekly report on the need or don't need an ambulance. Uh, stay tuned. I've got a field report from uh, Norm Sailing, where he works at, and uh, he'll let you know what their percentage was. Stand by. In the last 24 hours, we've had three actual EMS calls and eight complete and utter horse manure calls. That's a report from the field. So one last thing I want to talk about this week. Good old Morton here is leaving my truck full-time. He's going part-time, and he is... Pursuing other avenues. We'll let him talk about what he's going to be looking into here. Like you said, I, I do want to. I am going to pick up the occasional shifts just to keep my, my skills up and keep my licensure and all that. But there comes a time when you're pretty pretty pooped out and having a hard time maintaining the correct attitude. And you got to recognize you got to take a break and step away for a little while. So I've got some some non medical avenues. I'm gonna I'm gonna run down and give all that a shot one of them was like a carpentry apprenticeship or something like that yeah there's a there's a union here that's starting an apprenticeship program i'm gonna look into that i'm gonna look at some some other stuff just uh you know things with fairly decent uh wages would be nice but i'm i'm pretty versatile i there's a lot i can do for work you know i can i can do a lot of things to earn money i'm not too particular about that yeah that, that's good i mean I, I wish I could restart like that, but unfortunately, I have a larger family than than, than Morton does. So I've got yeah, a few think, more I things think I have to think about. Don't eat as much food as your family does. Well, you know, they won't notice it if you're not home as much. Either. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I don't think. But yeah, he, he's looking into some things where he doesn't have to interact with people. At least not as much. <laughs> so I, I need a little break. Kudos to that, but uh, we'll definitely get Morton back on here. What we'll Polly might say to get him to record a podcast with us but until then we wish him good luck and goodbye so we'll see you later real quick folks need to give my shout outs for this week almost forgot kevin's podcast show my favorite podcast on right now he's uh, got a lot of witty banter uh, talks about politics and libertarian point of view on things. Just good stuff all around. Uh, the other podcast uh, I'd like you guys to check out is Derek's Heretics. Uh, Derek talks about uh, 
everything kind of creepy and weird and ghost-like and alien and all that kind of stuff. So, really interesting stuff. It's fun to listen to. Uh, check them out. They're available everywhere. We're available. Um, I think they both have Facebook pages, if I'm not mistaken. If I am, you're not going to find them. Either way, give them a, give them a listen. Uh, like, share, subscribe, the whole deal. Y'all be good.